0: I'm a bit worried about uh, Woody and Wilma. Right. Woody's sex addiction is just getting out of control. I mean, literally in my garden, on the shed roof, <laughs> all over the I, place. It's just...
1: I am now really hoping that they are not your neighbours.
0: No, not well. In a manner of speaking, no, they're the wood pigeons. Woody and Wilma. Ah, they, OK. They, you know, you know, the relationship is on the rocks, and unless he sorts it out, it's going to be bad. Um, how long have you given names to the birds in your garden? Well, it's 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 we're naming more of them this year. So obviously, <laughs> there's there's Baxter and Belinda, the blackbirds. We used to okay. have Bob the Robin, but everyone does this, right? Don't they?
1: No, I think the isolation is getting to you. I think it might be. <laughs> Right, welcome everybody to, um, I don't, what, what day, I didn't even know what day it is, let alone what episode. (laughs) It's Friday. You you
0: do it. Friday, 27. Okay, right, you can make this sound sexier in the edit, all right? No. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 108 of the Mid-Faith Crisis podcast, that's 108, you've listened to 107 so far and you're back for more. God bless you all. My name's Joe Davis and you're now listening to Nick Page. You went
1: really smashy and nice. (laughs) Hey, hey, everybody. Uh,
0: You're listening to Mid-Faith Crisis FM.
1: (laughs) FM. And uh, now let's keep on rocking. Hi. And now some Christian music. And now we'll be right back (laughs) after a message from our sponsors. (laughs) Talking of which, we should have sponsors. I know. We haven't ever had sponsors. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. I don't know
0: why. No. Who would
1: want to advertise on this clap okay. <laughs>
0: Absolutely nobody no. whatsoever. Speaking of clap, um, wasn't that lovely last night for the NHS? It was uh, very nice, it was, wasn't it? it? Was clapping yeah. along. And it we was... didn't
1: know anybody was doing it. We were all clapping and then we uh, we, realised we hadn't got the front door open. So we <laughs> the front door. And then we could hear people that clapping. That was actually quite
0: was... a genuinely moving moment, wasn't it? It was lovely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was good. good. H- How was your holiday? Oh, You've been so on holiday this week. Yes, I have. What a wonderful time we've had. Well, I appreciate the fact that we've been given an hour so to get out and exercise a bit. So we have... Uh, we have. Is that the limit? I didn't know oh, there was a I don't time limit. No. I don't know there is. It was
1: one, one trip a day. One it? trip, yes. So I've been, yeah, so I've been be, walking out be for 12. about 12 hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I get a lot of exercise.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that that's good. I mean, you know, pity the woman I live with who <coughs> has to have me stuck in the house with them. I know. Yeah. So long may that be allowed. Um, so, no, that's been good. And obviously the garden's looking a bit more up to date, more time to name the birds, which is always oh. good. The flowers, the trees. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Your imaginary friend. <laughs> yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> so that's good. It's been, uh, you know, the phone is still on, so... I think half the services I had booked in for next week have been cancelled now. So um, oh,
1: really? Are people well, in the week well, after. How are people reacting? Are they just sort of so, postponing or giving up a time? Well, or? it's
0: very sad. Um, so, some people are saying, yeah, we'll have a memorial later, which makes sense, and others are just saying, we'll just have to cancel it. So I, I don't know. I don't know. But I just feel so much for families at this time. It's hard enough losing someone. Mm. And then to not mm. have a service to mark that, just just sort of plays a bit havoc with the grief process, I think, and just makes it all the more difficult for people. So, yeah, my my heart goes out to Mm. to anyone who's suffering in that way at this time. But uh, here we are.
1: Yeah. Mm. What I'm noticing is everybody is every firm that i've ever had anything to do with or even not had anything to do with is sending me an email telling me about their response to the coronavirus ah you know yes. we thought we'd let you know how we're responding to coronavirus i had one from windsor and newton who make watercolour paints they do I don't care how Windsor and Newton are responding <laughs> to the coronavirus. It's absolutely nothing to do with me. Uh, why are they telling me this? But I did wonder whether whether we should issue an email saying how a mid-faith crisis... We'd like to we'd like, we'd let you know how we're responding
0: to <laughs> yes, the coronavirus. we definitely should. Send in your emails, everyone, so we can send you a response. We're focusing on
1: uh, <laughs> drinking. And yeah. and and running around shouting, we're all doomed. How about that? That would be yeah. that. that is our response. Our, our response. Hope that's well. helpful.
0: Yeah. Imagine <laughs> if a
1: business said, "Oh, here's how we've been responding. We've all been panicking." Yeah. <laughs> well. uh, but it is interesting how people are responding and how people are taking measure of it. There's a hashtag. Yeah. Have you seen this hashtag called Corona Villains? No oh right this is about firms who are behaving like absolute <laughs>
0: oh right <laughs> why are they corona villains well
1: they're just sacking all
0: their staff oh all right it. yeah you know
1: they're not i mean um I mean, it's very easy to demonize people and not uh, to sort yeah. of see what what is happening there but on the other hand it also shows the value of you know basic mm-hmm. pr really well
0: him. nick i i've I've been not wanting to say this, but since you mentioned it, yeah, you're fired.
1: (laughs) Well, the government is going to give me 80% of what I earn.
0: So that'll be what? £1.50. No, listen, listen, on that note, we should Mm. thank. (laughs) We should and we must and we want to thank everyone who does donate a little something to the podcast. I think ages ago we suggested, you know, like maybe a cup of coffee a month or per episode. Anyway, uh, some people are doing it and we really thank you. I have noticed, Nick, that on Mm. other eminent Christian podcasts, proper ones, Mm. ones, Mm. they do make quite a big deal about the giving thing. And I've noticed, oh, yeah, yeah. And if you give more, you get access to more. Do you? So, yes, yes, and so there are grades of giving, and the more you give, the more access you get to, like you know, like they will come round to your house and massage you if you give a certain amount. <laughs> I think so. So I thought it'd be good to be very clear with our listeners exactly what they get when yes. they donate to the podcast. Uh, sod all, I think that's like... exactly what they get. So mm. if you if you give you know perhaps one pound a month, you get in return absolutely nothing but if you will if you up that to two pounds so literally a doubling of it you get twice of that yeah absolutely which is something and for our platinum class which would be what five pound a month yeah would you say you get
1: nothing with guilt on
0: yes (laughs) yeah
1: it's us that feel guilty (laughs) get a nice big shiny glittery nothing
0: so i hope that encourages more of you to give um, mm. Thank you. We'll get this marketing thing sorted one day. It's th- great.
1: We should actually offer some rewards. I think if you if you gave the top tier, you should be able to adopt Joe. Yes, I indeed. Be, <laughs> yes, yeah. you and he have... would come round to your house every Sunday. Yeah, I would um, preach a sermon <laughs> and <Yeah>. eat everything. <laughs> <laughs> and you know there's slightly lesser tier you get me and i don't communicate with you and forget your birthday <laughs> that's so on, that's how it
0: works on a more serious note um mm. i would like to remind you uh if you are affected by this crisis as so many are self-employed i feel your pain um yeah well, don't forget right, to yeah. stop giving in actual fact <laughs> i mean because you know two pound a month or you know five pound whatever you know it is it's still money so don't y- you know, you don't, might easily forget about a a random pay pill standing yes, on, so don't forget to yes. stop it. Can, no,
1: we are very grateful, we don't take it, yeah. No, and, we seriously um, are, and it's do whatever you feel is right at this time. Absolutely, mm, it could be very and helpful. So it's all, for all right, us. I'll look after Joe, I'll make sure he doesn't starve. Will you? Thank no. you. No, <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I mean, that. if
1: you if you stop eating, it could be disastrous for you in a few months' time.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to the bare bones. Thank anyway. You. You're going on holiday, aren't you? Aren't yes, it?
1: I'm on holiday next week. And, hey, where uh, are you going? Um, I don't know. I thought I might go to the lounge. Oh lovely. Uh, so just, uh, What's it like at this time of year? It's beautiful actually <laughs> at this time of year. It's it's a little fresh in the mornings but it, it warms up during the day. Yeah. Um No, here's the thing, I for health reasons at the moment, for health health issues I'm I'm off caffeine. I've sort of stopped drinking caffeine. Ooh, that's, I haven't had caffeine for, for ages. I, I'm off alcohol. What? I'm off chocolate, and cut down heavily on sugar. And now I'm going on holiday in my own house. I'm <laughs> no, not quite sure how much more depressing a week I can have. Certainly
0: know how to party. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's
1: absolutely. Well, no, no there'll be things to do. I'm not quite looking in a way I'm quite looking forward to it because it's been incredibly busy at work has Mm. we've all relocated at home and everybody has just filled the time with sort of these Microsoft Teams meetings and uh, it's a nightmare so um, I'm quite looking forward to
0: not um, not having to do those. There's never been a greater time to control your social media because I don't know about you but I'm part of lots of groups and the phone if you switch the volume on just goes ping ping yeah ping, yeah absolutely. all the time so yeah
1: well i i mean i was born for this moment really i was born to self-isolate yeah you right? were
0: <laughs> this is your this is like your dream come true it's absolutely playing to my strength this <laughs> <is>. <laughs> anyway enough of your unsociable ramblings. so shall, shall right. we get on with this because yes the, the sooner Let's we get on with, the sooner people can stop listening and get on with their lives <laughs> There's nothing to get on with, Joe. This is what they've got. This is all they've got. (laughs) of course okay so um right so ian says uh, joe uh thank you for all you continue to do I totally look forward to saturday morning offering i know you wondered about reducing the frequency and it may be that you decide to but for now at least please keep it coming <laughs> well we're going to because we've got nothing else to do <laughs> exactly and he said the reference to brian's hand washing thoughts was timely i read that after a weekend on call washing my hands multiple times a day and it has been brilliant and i've shared it widely with my christian medic and nursing friends i think he and you are tapping into the same thing what does this omnishambles tell us about what is important to us as people the smart thing to do here is to be selfish look after your family and thin the herd less mm-hmm. tax being wasted on the old and the infirm more for the rest of us however that isn't what we do we shut down society bail each other out and every day thousands of us drive into hospitals when we and our families know the stats that by doing so we increase our risk of dying Doctors and nurses are dying in beds next to the people they want to serve, and we do this because we are part of something bigger. So every time I wash my hands, I think about being cleansed, being in God's hands, and being God's hands for the next person I see. Isn't that wonderful? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, brilliant.
1: And well done, Ian, and well done, every all the listeners, all you nurse doctory oh, yeah. people listeners. much
0: respect.
1: Fantastic. And I do hope that, that out of this event, at least, you know, people will gain much more respect for yes, what we've got. Yes, yeah, I hope teachers so. Teachers and I, I know certainly a lot of my friends and who, shop are, workers. Now, who yeah. are now um, homeschooling, yeah. have, their respect <laughs> for teachers has gone up immensely. <laughs> yes,
0: indeed, yeah. exactly yeah, right.
1: shop workers, everybody who's staying in post,
0: it's fantastic. Yeah, no, that is absolutely fantastic. And then... Um, Uh, from Steve, and uh, I think Ian were both suggesting this. uh, Steve says, it's really interesting seeing how Today Worked With So Many Churches Broadcasting Their Services. And again, I think this opens up an opportunity for a mid-faith crisis church service. Oh, hello. <laughs> there's a thought. Yeah, there's a shocking thought. So this doesn't have to be complicated, but perhaps either you, Joe, or Nick, every week at a set time doing a 10-minute talk or reflection live online when MFC listeners can come together. <laughs> Should we do that? <laughs> no. Oh, That's okay. a horrific... Well, maybe.
1: Do you want to? Well, I think, I think it depends how bored I get really, okay. as to whether yeah. I do it. But, uh, but we could do a live uh, Q&A or a live chat. <laughs> we or, could. Uh, you know, that
0: might be a, fun. It's a horrific thought. He says, what, okay. struck, he says, what struck me was three things. When you're waiting live, there is something special and different than watching pre-recorded. You feel part of it knowing so many others are waiting the same time as you. Something you don't get when watching something pre-recorded. He says, even if it is pre-recorded, which one, uh, one church did, the fact that others of viewing at the same time makes it unique, and then he says the other thing that struck me was the ability to feedback something that has been a problem in church because you're listening to somebody high in an authoritative pulpit and unable to have a voice. Live streaming allows for this people to feedback mm. and to contribute, uh, blah blah blah. So, yeah, well, there we are. I think that's great, I think Thanks, that is true, Steve. and I
1: think I think churches will hopefully change a little bit of how their approaches as a result of this what i love about any sort of live streaming meeting or being yeah. in a meeting is you can turn your your um, you mm-hmm. know you can turn your video off yeah. and your and just read a book yeah, uh, so it's yeah.
0: perfect. And you can it, mute it's, people. Yeah. That's quite a nice power. <laughs> for years I've been
1: uh, for years I've been wondering how I could get away with reading a book during a church service and now I can do it easily.
0: It's <laughs> it's, it's, it's very easy. Okay. Right. Okay, so we're back on the subject of healing now with Helen, uh, who herself is Dr. I believe anyway. Helen says this. Hi Joe and this is good. And in brackets and Nick. Oh, right. Thank you.
1: Because she did it the other way around before, didn't she? No, someone
0: else did. She says, I hope that has redressed the balance. Okay. Thank you, Helen. It has, and I feel suitably smug. Anyway, she (laughs) says, regarding healing, it's all very complicated. My very first experience of prayer as a new Christian, age 13, was my friend's brother dying of leukaemia. As I'd been told that if we had enough faith, prayer would be answered, this was devastating and had a serious effect on my prayer life and my view of God and also started me down the road to becoming a doctor. When I was 18, I was having terrible episodes of a crushing feeling on my chest and feeling that I couldn't breathe. I was told these were panic attacks, but I was waking up from sleep, not even nightmares with them. Conventional medicine was powerless to help and basically told me they weren't interested. So I lived with them. One day at church, I just knew that if someone prayed with me, I would be healed of them. So I collared an unsuspecting member of the ministry team and asked them to pray for healing. I have never had another one. Now, I know they were probably psychosomatic, but medicine was unable to help me. That's a really good point, I think. She then says, then I got depressed, as in badly, seriously depressed. Medication helped. Sometimes God helped and sometimes he was part of the problem. And I eventually got, (laughs) yeah, that's interesting. And I eventually got better through medication. I've had three more serious episodes since. But for the past seven years, I've been stable on medication, for which I thank God. Uh, And I think that's a really interesting point that I I sometimes think a mid-faith crisis can go hand in hand with depression. And that was sort of my experience a little bit. Anyway, uh, she goes on. 18 months ago, I got breast cancer and had the whole operation chemo radiotherapy thing. It never occurred to me to pray for healing. I prayed that I would not get peripheral neuropathy. I hope I've said that right. Problems with sensations in my fingers, in brackets, which was a side effect of one of the chemo drugs. And I prayed for my mental health, which can also be affected by the drugs. I got through the chemo very lightly, only three days in bed each cycle and no hospital admissions. My mood stayed good all the way through and my hands are absolutely fine. So I will call myself blessed rather than fortunate or lucky. Why give credit to the Roman goddess Fortuna and feel that this was answered prayer. I'm now back at work as a doctor. It's my 25th wedding anniversary this year. And my husband, who never got a holiday last year because of me being ill, and I were looking forward to our cruise round the Baltic looks like that's off now we're both really busy me doing a lot of doctoring by phone and he is a baptist minister and he's been having a crash course in zoom and other technologies (laughs) Oh, and can I suggest the Facebook group, Postcards of Kindness? There's a list of nursing homes to send postcards to. Even more important now they're all on lockdown. Yes, indeed. Oh, that's so a one. She says, keep washing your hands, and if you get a sniffle, cough, or temperature, isolate for seven days, even if you don't think it's coronavirus, because it's not that bad. As a doctor, I can't tell, and anyone with any respiratory symptoms is being seen only by a doctor wearing protective equipment. And that's from Helen.
1: Thank you, Helen. That was lovely. Oh. And, um, yeah. Thank you for your doing. And I, I I do think it's interesting, isn't it? Because I mean empirically in fact they've done uh, I mm. think some uh they've done science yeah. I think is the term yeah. I'm I think that's before. the correct phrase, yeah. Uh, but they do, uh, prayer is actually good for your mental health. Yes. Um yeah. yeah it, it, that that has people have who pray regularly have been shown to be calmer and yeah. uh, generally more well balanced. So um Yes, indeed. You know, and I think the idea of prayer being helpful with times where things might be psychosomatic or things like that, I think mm. that's really because psychosomatic is such a big, big issue, and it's a real yeah. genuine, um, you know, uh, scientific uh, Absolutely, effect, isn't it?
0: Absolutely. Oh yeah. You
1: know, people often say about psychosomatic stuff that, that it's not real.
0: Yeah, or like, or, the whole point. or like perhaps someone is neurotic if they're having yes. a psychosomatic, but it's not the truth at all. It's just all yeah. whole. whole Beings. No, absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was great. Thank you, Helen.
0: Okay, so now we at last get to a little bit of feedback over the Brian Draper episode. Brian Draper, incidentally, who is a lovely man. In fact, I was thinking maybe I should do a podcast with him. Yeah, mm, he'd be yeah. a good replacement for you, and of course he'd be he'd do it on half pay. That's true. <laughs> and,
1: yeah, and and you'd have you'd have extra, you'd have at least a, a bit of content as well. Yes,
0: you know. exactly. I can see why you're thinking. Oh, you're way. right. Oh, that could make me look bad. Oh no. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'd,
1: I'd stick down at my level, mate. Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: tim says this the brian draper interview was awe inspiring part of me wonders whether something stole the discovery of our creator in creation because it is such a wonderful soulful way to be he says reserve me two spots on the day with brian brilliant work all your effort time thoughts are worth it you and nick are helping loads of people connect with the ineffable
1: we are if nothing else effing the ineffable we are what we do we
0: are yeah, and yeah, there are days when you just don't stop effing. Um, Colin, <laughs> Colin, who we still owe another episode on the second coming. I haven't forgotten Colin, I'm just ignoring it. It will come one day. <laughs> <At the end laughs> will, of it will, we just don't know when it's coming. Let's no, oh, no, not it revive doesn't... that gag again, please. Thief in the night. <laughs> no, stop. He says, uh, speaking uh on behalf of him and another, we enjoyed your interview with Brian Draper. Mention was made of Anne Lewin's excellent poem on the iconic kingfisher, uh, which, incidentally, I shared with the group at Minsmere last year. Yeah, I, so you did. Yeah, fantastic. One and day we will meet there again. Oh, we certainly will. I yeah. Anyway. Uh, And he carries on. In her eponymous poem, she captures the relationship between birdwatching and prayer perfectly. I guess you could call this a numinous experience of heightened spiritual awareness and connection. We have sometimes called these serendipitous events God incidents rather than natural coincidences or supernatural miracles. Birdwatchers are by nature contemplatives. We spend a lot of time waiting, so no surprise then that we are sensitive to such moments of encounter and encouragement. Anne writes of other birds, buzzard, heron, rook, sparrow, swallow and swift and much else besides. Here is the poem entitled Disclosure. So I'm going to read the poem because it is absolutely wonderful and it's short, so it's okay. Prayer is like watching for the kingfisher. All you can do is be where he is likely to appear and wait Often nothing much happens. There is space, silence and expectancy. No visible signs, only the knowledge that he's been there and may come again. Seeing or not seeing cease to matter. You have been prepared. But sometimes when you've almost stopped expecting it, a flash of brightness gives encouragement. And that's best wishes from Colin. Excellent. thank you colin and thanks for including including that poem which is just lovely and yes prayer is indeed like waiting for the kingfisher
1: yeah that's great i think it uh, leads in nicely as well i don't want to spend a lot of time pontificating today no. Only really, people who've got better things to do. Well, actually, haven't. But um, anyway. <laughs> but we were going to talk about what I was doing at Lee no, Abbey. I'd Talking r- of Lee Abbey. To. Yes. Uh, Lee Abbey is closed. So do remember them in your prayers because, um, yes. You know They're, they're, yeah. they're a, a community that relies upon people coming and staying. Yeah. Um, Lee Abbey is closed. I think the official closing at the moment is to the week before our mid-faith crisis week at the moment right um that's what i've heard so uh but i think it's pretty well who knows what will happen but, yes uh, so just because people have been uh wondering about that but um yeah i mean what what that is about is prayer i think that poem and mm. and, and the idea is, is prayer is paying attention
0: yes i love that
1: idea which which i really which is really the sort of root of what i was doing at, at Lee Abbey about paying attention to god um and it mm. comes from um a French philosopher theologian Simone Weil, that's and she um, she says uh, attention is the only faculty which gives us access to God. Really? Well, she even appeared on a stamp. Did you know that? No, I've got a stamp. Shall, shall I show you the stamp? Well, she yes.
0: That there's the stamp. That's her.
1: Oh, she yeah.
0: Oh, she didn't just stand on a stamp. She's actually- no, no. She didn't <laughs> just. She she was a, <laughs> she
1: was commemorated. To say I've on appeared a f- on a stamp. <laughs> yeah, on no, a I French, see, yeah. <laughs> on a French stamp. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh, with that phrase um, And so I think I just thought it's worth mentioning at this time Because obviously there is oh. a limit to what we can do In yeah. terms of uh, no. Our spiritual engagement with each other But I think what there is no limit On paying attention at this right. time And paying attention yeah. to what God is doing And in a sense you you Opened that up with, with um, You're paying, one might say, far too much Attention to the wood pigeons <laughs>
0: In your garden, I do love the birds in the garden. They are yeah, yeah.
1: So I think uh, what I was talking to a group of people earlier in the week about was, you know, the idea of of that this is a time to pray in that way to really Mm. pay attention to what God is doing around us, what God is doing in our lives, what we can see out, you know, basically Mm. what we can see out the window, all kinds of stuff like that. Um, The whole um, and and it's kind of the thing about doing it is it's an attitude. It's mm. an intentional attitude. Yeah, yeah. um, the, the, the etymology of the word attention, it comes from the uh, Latin, ad tendere, which means sort of stretch oh. towards. Oh, no, sorry. no, it, it's good. It means stretch towards. I'm being I know, so, so know you. You see, this is it. You're not even paying attention. I heard Latin I, and I, yeah, <laughs> I, I
0: stopped paying attention. No,
1: I love etymology because it tells do. you something about the word. So, so you're stretching towards. So it's that, that kind of um, intentional uh, uh, yeah. Thing that I'm going to actually pay attention to 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 stuff, and yeah. you have a whole range of ways of which we could we could do that during this time. Yeah, um, such as. Well, I'll give
0: you a chance to think of some. Oh no, oh, well, no. do you know something? Because I, on. I'm so ludicrously bad on this stuff, and you know, like like you, I think I may have even like hypocritically enough taught on this kind of thing. Right? Before. Yes. <laughs> But you know I know some days I go to the beach and I think right I'm going down there to really just sort of do business with God slow things down and everything and my head my monkey mind has just chattered the whole time and yeah, I come back yeah. and I think did I notice the color of the pebbles today did I breathe yeah. the air and notice the smells did I did I do any-? no I just went for a walk but I it was it's almost like walking around with your eyes closed and your ears closed and noticing nothing except focusing on all those thoughts mm. in my head. And 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 it's not relaxing. It's, even no. though I've gone on a walk, there's been nothing particularly relaxing. I come back and I'll start, you know, watching telly. Or, uh, you yes, know, just, yes. But then other times, somehow, I managed to, no, nope, let's stop. And I'm just going to focus on my breathing for a bit. yes. And then what's the first thing that hits me? Wow, the colour of the very boring pebbles. I mean, Worthing Beach is just like basically brown, grey, white pebbles. But in amongst them is every possible shade of brown and grey. And it's actually quite spectacular. I'm going to put a picture of the pebbles up (laughs) just to show you what I mean. And at first glance, you may just think, well, it's just a load of pebbles. What's that? But you look at it and the breadth of colour is or inspiring and it's whether you notice that or whether you don't notice it is i think what we're talking about here
1: well i think i I think there's a couple of things there i mean so so as i said it's it's an intentional thing so you Mm. do have to sort of absolutely stop yourself so i'm going to do this and everything and there's a massive amount of competition for our attention all the time we live in a kind of a a landscape that is is driven by Mm. by um Stuff trying to grab our attention, but your own thoughts are trying to do that as well. Mm. So, I would say, I would say that that, you know, pay attention to the attentional landscape around you and identify that. And it may be that actually that walk was what you needed to pay attention to those thoughts. You know, that I what I would say is if you can't get rid of them, if they are absolutely clustering in, then they're what you should be paying attention to at that point and really examining and saying, Why am I thinking this way and where am I at? Because I think that it's about, not, it's about not just being driven. You know, what, what you pay attention to shapes your
0: life. Yeah. And
1: so you should be in charge of that, not...
0: That's the key thing. The other thing. But it, often we don't. I mean, it's the, back to that, is it an ontological perspective? I don't know. But you are not your thinking. You are the person having the thoughts. Yeah. And it's really yeah. important not to confuse that, because I think unchecked, and if you go through life not paying attention, you tend to think you are your thoughts. Yes. So you will say things like, oh, I'm so worried, oh, I'm so scared. or I'm Yes, so... yes. You're the person having the feelings of being afraid. Yes. You are the person having the feelings of anxiety. But you are not anxiety.
1: No. And you, you step back. You. And by allowing you to step back, you say, well, there it is. There's that bit of thought. Brilliant. You know, um, um, and, and so I think that... that exactly that that intentional thing and mm. and just looking i think that's the key thing but there are exercises you can do i mean one of the things that i always recommend and this might be a great thing to do during this time for mm. people is draw something
0: yeah you said that before
1: because actually if you have if you if you or or take an action or, or get hold of it that's mm. that's the thing because um i think your attention is always dictated by what you are picking mm. up you yeah. know yeah. Uh, if 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 you get home, I've talked about this before, but if you get home at night and you pick up your your iPad or whatever your tablet, and you just go to to YouTube, yeah. you're going to do that for the rest of the evening. You know that is what yeah. you're going to do. It, it, depending, but if you if you pick up a pebble, mm. you're going to have to look at it. Mm. You're going to have to feel it. Something disrupts your yeah. sort of mental. Um, yeah. You know the the other thoughts that are going on in your head. Mm. So drawing what that does is it forces you to look at something it doesn't matter how good or bad the drawing is you might find Mm. talents you never knew you had but it's not really the point the point is to really look
0: yeah It's so good and
1: and you cannot so your attention has to be on it at that time the other great thing i think that really helps with those kinds of things is to learn something about it Um, yes yeah Because I think that if you, like you with birds, you see, you say you're not, if you don't find that easy, but you are a brilliant bird watcher. Because when I go out with you, I notice things that I wouldn't have seen because you're really good at seeing them.
0: Yeah,
1: Yeah. And that's come about because actually you've done it for years and you've learned different signs. You've learned birdsong, you've learned this, that and the other. And that opens your eyes. So, you know, just the thought of that pebble being, I don't know how many, million years old.
0: Yes, it really always amazing. stops
1: me in my tracks. Yeah, those kinds of things. So, so I think this is a great chance to learn something about um, something that we're interested in and to which we yeah. want to pay attention. And it's a great chance to look at that really the smallest things. I mean, you can, you. Can, I've got you know bird feeders out in the front garden. All we got is sparrows there, yeah. really, but they're great. They're sparrows really interesting. Are wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, they're really um, interesting. To see, yeah. see the way they interact, or yeah. or just looking closely i mean I, I just think i just wanted to say that there's a lot more i could say but um i won't yeah. um because it, it seems to me this is a great chance to pay attention to our lives um, pay attention to yeah. what our goals are what our aims are pay attention to what god is doing in our mm. lives and pay attention to creation around us
0: yes indeed and so um is that a good point to introduce a prayer I think so it is a good point. I to, to, to. am always looking out for prayers that help me with that process of detaching a bit from my thoughts and slowing mm. things down. And um, God bless him. Uh, Brian Draper uh, yesterday was quoting a prayer by Sheridan Voisey. Oh, Does I know Sheridan. Do ah, do you? Yeah, uh, yeah. He's a, he's a good
1: lad. He lives in Oxford.
0: For, well, there you go. Based on the fruits of the spirit. So it's a it's a breath prayer. So the idea is that you sort of read or say these words as you breathe in. I don't know how easy it would be to say as you breathe in, actually. Uh, (laughs) Now I think about it. Uh, it. you can't say say it it. as you breathe in. But it's really good. I'll put it on the uh, Facebook page. Maybe we can attach it in the notes here. Um, But if I sort of talk you through it. Uh, So this is a prayer uh, based on the fruits of the Spirit. So there's... There's two lines. There's a a prayer for as you slowly breathe in and there's a second line as you slowly breathe out. So it starts with Lord God, fill me with your Holy Spirit. I receive your love as you breathe in and release my insecurity as you breathe out. I receive your joy and release my unhappiness. I receive your peace and release my anxiety. I receive your patience and release my impulsiveness. I receive your kindness and release my indifference. I receive your goodness and release my ungodliness. I receive your faithfulness and release my disloyalty. I receive your gentleness. And release my severity. I receive your self-control. And release my self-indulgence. Now I've obviously gone through that you know, too quickly. So what I suggest you do is you copy and paste that off the Facebook page or off the show notes. And print it out. And that's just a, a really lovely way of just getting into a, a kind of I don't know what you want to call it, a higher consciousness or just a, a better state to start paying attention to things. It's good.
1: Excellent. I've really found that helpful. Mm. Brilliant. Great. Well I think we should uh we should wrap up. I've got, you know, people to see places to go. Yes, what of about course. You? Yeah,
0: I've got rooms to go to. Yeah, I got to I might have to walk into the kitchen at this rate. I've got birds to name. Anyway, listen, we'd love to hear from you. What are you up to? How are you coping with self-isolation? Anything, even if you just want a shout out, to be honest. I mean, who'd want a shout out on this show? I don't know. But if you do, just write in and let us know. Joe at midfaithcrisis.org. That's Joe with an E at midfaithcrisis.org. Love to hear
1: from you. Yes, indeed. And uh, all being well, we'll be back with you soon.
0: Thank you.